Good morning. Welcome to the Market in Minutes podcast. My name is Patrick Laffin, and today is Thursday, April 21st, 2022. All right, so let's get started by taking a look back at performance from yesterday. The NASDAQ finished down 1.22%. The S&P 500 finished down 0.06%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished up 0.71%. And lastly, the Russell 2000 ended the day up 0.77%. In terms of sector performance, the best performing sectors yesterday were real estate and consumer staples. Real estate finished up 1.85%, followed by consumer staples, which ended the day up 1.46%. The worst performing sectors yesterday were communication services and consumer discretionary. Communication services finished down 4.07%, followed by consumer discretionary, which ended the day down 1.22%. The market finished mixed yesterday, as investors pondered the flow of first quarter earnings data against a backdrop of uncertainty revolving around inflation, rising interest rates, and the likelihood of increased volatility moving forward. But before we get into the excitement from yesterday, the day started with some economic data. According to the National Association of Realtors, sales of existing homes dropped 2.7% month over month in March to a seasonally adjusted annualized rate of 5.77 million units. Total sales in March were down 4.5% from a year ago. More alarming, though, is that the median price of an existing home sold in March was $375,300, an increase of 15% from March 2021, the highest median price ever recorded by the realtors. In fact, with rates rising and prices significantly higher, the average borrower is paying about 38% more on the monthly payment now than they would have for the same home one year ago, according to the data. Now, the key takeaway from the report is that the supply of available houses for sale is extremely limited, while higher mortgage rates and increased inflation are contributing to a decrease in demand that is rooted in the lack of affordability. So a somewhat concerning data release there. And rounding out the economic data from yesterday, the weekly MBA mortgage application index fell 5% after falling 1.3% the previous week. So as you heard in the open, the market finished mixed yesterday as investors continue to interpret and decipher the flood of first quarter earnings reports. And yesterday, much like the previous days this week and last week, earnings proved to be the key catalyst driving performance. So in earnings season, as you know, the earnings reports of key companies can have tremendous impacts on overall performance on a sector and even index level. And you could really see that when looking at performance yesterday, where the Dow Jones gained on the back of Procter & Gamble's good earnings, while the NASDAQ was dragged down by a massive drop in shares of Netflix. Netflix plunged more than 35% after reporting a 200,000 subscriber loss in the first quarter, which was the company's first subscriber decline in more than a decade. Yesterday's stock price decline was the company's worst drop since 2004 and made Netflix the worst performing stock in the S&P 500 this year. In addition, the company's quarterly results were met with a wave of downgrades from 10 Wall Street analysts who all noted the company's poor financial projections as a main reason for the downgrades. Netflix's decline dragged down the stock of other streaming companies as well. Disney, Roku, and Warner Brothers Discovery all sank by more than 5%, while Paramount fell by almost 9%. To make matters worse, investors were scared away from buying other technology firms ahead of earnings because of the Netflix debacle. 
Tesla, which reported after the bell yesterday, finished down nearly 5%. Meta finished down nearly 8%, while Amazon and Salesforce both fell by more than 2.5%. So a tough day for tech and large-cap growth companies. Now, on the flip side, Procter & Gamble rose more than 2.6% and contributed to the Dow's rise after announcing better-than-expected earnings and raising its full-year revenue guidance. IBM, another Dow component, surged more than 7% after reporting higher-than-expected earnings and revenue. So as you can hear, performance yesterday was driven by individual companies that reported earnings, which had wide-ranging effects on similar companies. But it's important to keep in mind that despite Netflix's big miss, earnings have been relatively strong across the board. And many of the companies that have reported so far have highlighted the strong consumer demand across various industries, despite inflation and supply chain pressures. In fact, 80% of the companies that have reported so far have beat analyst expectations, according to data compiled and published by FactSet. And I think that number is surprising because of, again, all the uncertainty and causes for concern in the market right now. So expect earnings to continue to be a catalyst of performance moving forward. But beyond earnings, the market was keeping a close eye on the treasury market after the 10-year treasury yield hit 2.94% on Tuesday, its highest level since 2018. Now, rates backed down a bit from their recent highs yesterday, with the 10-year treasury yield ending the day around 2.84%, which likely helped sentiment somewhat. But speaking of sentiment, we did see that take a hit after the release of the Fed's beige book at 2 p.m. And while the comments weren't all that surprising, they noted slowing economic activity and persistent inflationary pressures which served as a stark reminder to investors of the uncertainty in the current environment. The real takeaway, though, is that the notes revealed to the market that the Fed will raise rates while working to control inflation and inflation expectations. And that knowledge sapped some of the strength out of the market's recovery attempt. But by the end of the day, eight of the 11 sectors finished higher, while communication services dropped 4% amid weakness in Netflix and Meta, followed by smaller declines in consumer discretionary and information technology. So in conclusion, a mixed day of performance with earnings being the key driver of performance. And it'll be interesting to see what happens today. Sentiment should be boosted by Tesla's earnings after the bell yesterday, in which the company handedly beat on both earnings and revenue, beating earnings per share estimates by 96 cents and exceeding revenue by almost a billion dollars, which is an 81% growth from last year. So stay tuned. It should be another fun day. Regardless of what does happen, though, have no fear, because as always, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Moving on to headlines. Netflix's stock movement yesterday was the big story in terms of performance, but they also made headlines by announcing that they are about to crack down on password sharing. So the company said yesterday that they estimate that more than 30 million U.S. and Canadian households are using shared passwords to access their content. On a worldwide level, They predict about 100 million accounts are using a shared password. The company stated that they will be cracking down on this in the coming years and that profiles that share a password will be charged more or potentially even banned. So not a good news story there for many of us. There was a concerning news story yesterday coming out of Russia. According to reports and Vladimir Putin himself, Russia has successfully test-fired its Satan missile, which can fly 6,000 miles carry 15 nuclear warheads, and has the potential to destroy an area the size of France. It was successfully launched from the Arkhangelsk Oblast in northwestern Russia, according to Russian state media outlet RIA Novosti. The videos released show the enormous 115-foot missile being launched from an underground silo, triggering an enormous fireball. It traveled almost the entire length of Russia, almost 3,600 miles, in around 15 minutes. Following the launch, Dmitry Rozovgin, 
the director of the Russian space agency Roscosmos, claimed on Twitter that the weapon was a present to NATO and all sponsors of Ukraine Nazism. So a terrifying story there. But the Pentagon did make a statement that Russia notified the United States before the launch and that it was not a threat to the US, rather a routine test. And speaking of Russia, it is being reported that Putin is purging those closest to him in an attempt to prevent a coup. Many former close allies of Vladimir Putin have either died, been jailed, or disappeared from the public eye, with over 150 top commanders having officially or unofficially been relieved of duty. And based on those stories, I think we need to end on some good news today. Luckily, I've got that covered. So the University of Michigan just released a study showing that the non-invasive sound technology they developed has the ability to break down liver tumors in rats, kill cancer cells, and spur the immune system to prevent further spread of cancer. The microsecond-long pulses from the machine apparently generate micro-bubbles within the targeted tissue that rapidly expand and collapse. These violent but extremely localized mechanical stresses kill cancer cells and break up the tumor structure. Now, the next step in the study is to get approval for preclinical and clinical studies, but a great development there from the University of Michigan. And we'll end today, as we always do, by taking a look back at some famous historic events from March 21st of the past. Starting today in 753 BC, when April 21st is the agreed-upon date when Rome was founded by Romulus and Remus. Fast forward just a couple years to 1836, when a group of Texans, led by Sam Houston, defeated the Mexican army, allowing Texas to become independent from Mexico. In 1918, the German ace known as the Red Baron, credited with 80 confirmed air combat victories, was killed in action during World War I. And lastly, on April 21st, 1989, 100,000 students gathered at Beijing's Tiananmen Square to voice their discontent with China's authoritative communist government. This was the beginning of mass demonstrations across the country, forcing China's government to declare martial law in May. So with that, I hope everyone has a great day. I am Patrick Lavin, and this is the Marketing Minutes Podcast. Please note the content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a recommendation of any specific investment product, strategy, or decision. It is not intended to suggest taking or refraining from any course of action. It is not intended to address the needs, circumstances, or investment objectives of any specific investor.